Hello and welcome to Argue the Toss at GameIndustry.com. I'm Shella. And I'm Drew. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games and films and stuff. Indeed we are. And it is Season 5, season Episode five. 1. Yeah, uh-huh. indeed it is. Season Amazing. 5, yeah. yeah. And Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, Welcome we had like, to 2019. <laughs> yeah, we've had like a, a three-week, maybe month's break or something. Yeah, yeah we have yeah, had so, a long break. Yeah, we have. But now we're back. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, today, to kick off our, uh, our fifth season, we are talking about uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which has been... Uh, I'm sure you've heard of it by now. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it, It's been making the rounds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everyone's been... Like Twitter has been a buzz for the past like three weeks. Well, even more than that. Uh, yeah. About this film, for at least my my personal bubble has. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, yeah it's and... been buzzing. People love it. Yeah, it, it's know. something I saw like the trailer for for about like about four or five months ago. I think we saw it together in um, when we were going to see another film, which mm-hmm. might have been Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. And uh, we were looking at that, and oh, that looks interesting. And I thought it was going to be like a low kind of, a low key release, and didn't think it was going to take off that much. But then it came out, and people were like, actually, this is pretty oh. amazing. Oh, I, I saw it before seeing it at the cinema. I saw the trailer, and I was like, mm-hmm. that looks amazing. I, mm. Yeah, I was, I've been looking forward to it for ages, because it just yeah. looked so stunningly beautiful, yeah. and just looked like a fresh take. Um, you know, yeah. it had, you know, Miles Morales, so, yes. you know, I was there for that. <laughs> we've, um, we've had three different Peter Parkers. We can, we can, we can have someone else now. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we've got the Black Spider-Man, which is mm-hmm. really great. So, and I just loved the style, that kind of Eon Flux type sort of, um, style of figures, uh, quite mm. spindly limbs and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's kind of a blend between, like Ian Flex was, this sort of blend between anime and Western style um, uh, character design, which yeah. I really like. So um, yeah, so and it didn't disappoint. At no, all. it didn't. No, it, <laughs> we we both came out of it sort of saying it's going to be difficult to find some find anything wrong to talk about in that film. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because we yeah like. You know, our tradition is we go and see a film, we really like it, we come back and we pick it apart and it sounds like we didn't like it so much. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be the case here because I have few to no criticisms. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Yeah. Just had like two hours of absolute kind of pure yeah. fun and joy and just not a down moment in it. No, no. I mean, even though, yeah, obviously, narratively, there were peaks and troughs. Yeah. But I, um, I but quality-wise, it was just, yeah, like, sheer enjoyment. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I came out of that thinking if I'd seen that, because we saw it, what, on Saturday? So when this airs, it, we'd, we saw it in 2019. Obviously, mm. it came out in 2018. I was like, that probably would have been my, like... Well, I suppose there was Black Panther at the beginning of the year, but yeah, it's been a close thing for film of the year for me. Yeah, um, absolutely, same. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because it's been a bit of a funny year for films, but I guess that's a conversation for the awards <laughs> season uh, yeah, episode yeah. that we might or might not do. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess we'll probably do one of those next month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's lots of fodder for movies at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I guess we'll do like a little uh, pre-see of the plot. Um, it's pretty simple. Um, so Wilson Fisk, um, it has a gizmo that's uh, kind of, it's like a sort of portal to different dimensions. Mm-hmm. And um, because he's trying to reunite with his family, his beloved Vanessa and his child. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, because he's breaking down the sort of barriers between dim- dimensions, um, all the spider people are coming coming through into the the world of Peter Parker and Miles Morales who share the same um, reality mm. and then so you've got Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man, Noir um, you've got an alternate um, Peter Parker um, which is really interesting and uh, who's the last one? The Porky one. What's uh, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham of course, yeah. how could I forget? And uh... <laughs> Uh, did we mention uh, Penny Parker as well? The, uh, the oh yes, one? yeah, yes, and the yeah. anime one, yeah. Who I'm not familiar with at all. No, um, me neither. She she yeah. kind of has a spider mech rather than spider. Instead of being bitten by a spider, she has kind of like a spider friend. Yeah, she has a pet <laughs> spider. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, who like sits inside a giant mech? So mm-hmm. yeah, um, so that's the basic premise, and I yeah. suppose. Thematically, it's about Miles believing in himself and finding himself enough to become Spider-Man. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, so it has a really nice, simple story and a really good motivation for both Miles, um, mm-hmm. the the supporting cast, and the villain as well. Most importantly, yeah. I think Fisk has a really good motivation for what he's doing. Um, he does. Other than just like I don't know, robbing banks in different dimensions or something, <laughs> you know, it could have been really just um, whatever. But um, yeah, I quite like Wilson Fisk um, for that. He has quite a good um, hook as a villain. Mm. Um, his love of Vanessa. Yeah, he's, um, he's always been one of my kind of favorite Spider-Man villains. He's always like for for a guy whose characterization is you know like giant mafia boss he's always yeah. been a little bit deeper especially in kind yeah. of like the ultimate spider-man comics which are the ones that i've read he yeah. had a really kind of interesting back and forth with spider-man and i think that comes through here as well yeah and also um in daredevil the netflix daredevil he's really mm. fantastic oh um, yeah isn't it um vincent d'onofrio in that I don't know the actor, um, but yeah, he's this sort of like highly cultured uh, uh, Wilson Fisk who, you know, fine dining and opera music playing and, um, but yeah, has this real love for this woman. Um, So yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's a great villain and he did a really good job in this too. Um, So I suppose the first thing to talk about is the way it looks. Yeah, um, like it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, um, I it, mean, right from the Columbia Pictures logo, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, something, this is different to your usual Marvel style. It kind of glitches and it's all thematic with uh, the film and yeah, the logo changes into the style that the, film, the whole film is in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and it's kind of meta in a way as well because it takes on this uh, sort of pop art feel. So obviously pop art was riffing off comic book art, you know, low art is high art, all that sort of thing. And then they kind of take the pop art style back and reclaim it and put it it back in a very, very comic book uh, Mm -hmm. style animation. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it finds like different ways to explore that as well. So, for example, when um, Miles starts to become Spider Man, that stuff comes to the forefront, and it has like comic book box, uh, you know, text boxes yeah. popping up, and just and and then once it's we move beyond that bit, uh, you start bringing in all of the other sort of Spider Man from their different comic universes. Sorry, Spider Man and Spider Women, mm-hmm. uh, Spider People, Spider People, yeah, <laughs> um, and. Uh, it, they all have like significantly different art styles. So there's an anime one. There's kind of a Looney Tunes funny animal one. Yeah. And yeah, it just contrasts those together really well in a way that doesn't look kind of uh, visually disparate. It, it integrates them really well into this kind of just psychedelic, colorful, amazing. Yeah. Throughout, you know. Yeah, and then it uses the the bendy dots as well which mm-hmm. i suppose are sort of made even more famous by rory lichtenstein's pop art feel again you know yeah. sort of dots that they use to texture um things and um, yes yeah, so they use that on the screen it's just it's got this kind of zine feel to it mm-hmm. um so it has like uh sound effects bubbles as well so it has you know it'll have like crackles and things if something loud yeah. goes off it's just yeah it kind of reminded me of beautiful joe um yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah that kind of it's just uh, it's just stunning to behold um yeah just amazing uh, yeah. just a real you could just watch it without and then i was at one point there was the storytelling as well the visual storytelling is amazing because mm-hmm. um, there was a point where i kind of blocked out the dialogue and the um just the blocking and the choreography and the animation of the faces you could kind of read what was going on in the story without it so you know it's just done by really masterfully uh yeah. sort of yeah the visual storytelling uh it's lovely it was nice to come back to um twitter afterwards and watch like cuz i'd been like avoiding watching mm. any of it in case it was you know yeah. heavily spoilable or anything which uh just just to mention it isn't really like it's no. very meta and it's very kind of it's something new that spider-man has done but it's actually kind of a a reasonably simple story yeah. and yeah it, it it's you can't really be spoiled for it just go and watch it yeah yeah um yeah so uh, but what was i saying i forgot what i was saying uh you went back onto twitter to look oh yeah at... that was it <laughs> so I kind of went back onto Twitter and f- saw all these like animated gifs of mm. uh, just moments from the film, and it's just amazing to look at them and see how well they communicate what's happening in the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, and I guess like Easter eggs. It's just full <laughs> of stuff. From all the Spider-Man, from the Spider-Verse, basically, as we know it as consumers. So whether you're into comics or if you're just into the film, if you only saw the Tobey Maguire one, they do the whole thing. They do the whole of the first Tobey Maguire film, pretty much, (laughs) (laughs) in this really short, sweet sequence where they're just like, right, okay, this is the origin story. This is how it goes. And then they do the Tobey Maguire film, and it's just brilliant and sort of joyous and... um, Mm. And yeah, and then they got things from the uh, from 
homecoming yeah they've got references all over the place from all sorts of things so yeah. um which is really nice there's the um there's the outfit from the game shows up in like a cameo oh, yeah, in, the, in, the, yeah. in the PS4 game which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah, whatever kind of Spider-Man you grew up on or whatever you're into, there is something here for you to look at and go, "Oh, I know what that is." There's, yeah, there's yeah. insider information for you. It, yeah. it just spans the entire kind of history of the character. It does. And even really Donald Glover is in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, is he? Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice it cuz I wasn't very aware of the Donald Glover, you know, Donald Glover for Spider-Man yeah. thing that he wanted to play uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a scene where he's on TV in Community in his Spider-Man pajamas. Oh, right. I did yeah, not so, that. Yeah, amazing. so they've like covered everything. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not a Spider-Man uh, stone left unturned. That's so, so good. Uh, yeah, it is. It's really nice. Mm. Um, and then... The soundtrack is yeah, another is... standout thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, I mean, I suppose if you it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, if you know Cowboy Bebop, the way the sound and the visuals just marry like perfectly with, um, you know, uh, the animation of Cowboy Bebop. And then it has this sort of jazz um soundtrack it kind of reminded me of that so it's got like a mixture of mm-hmm. hip-hop and jazz and so it doesn't sound like an mcu film at all it doesn't yeah. have a bombastic sort of orchestral soundtrack it's got the soundtrack of miles's life basically yes. yeah of his neighborhood and um yeah it's just really lovely and uh, that's kind of sort of explicitly sort of laid out early on where you see yeah. him kind of listening to I can't remember if it sort of like fades in from being just background music to diegetic music, which he's listening to. Uh-huh. Uh, is it diegetic or diegetic? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's really kind of like the the soundtrack is kind of not quite as meta as the visuals and the art style, but mm-hmm. it is integrated into the film in a unique way. Yeah, yeah. It is the music that he listens to and that, mm-hmm. you know, that his parents put on at home and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's really cool. And it just goes really well with everything. And it's, yeah. like, brilliant. It's all, like, every track is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, like, particularly um, memorable that, like, there's uh, this bit, like, kind of in the middle of the film or just before Act 3 where sort of Miles is becoming Spider-Man mm. and, you know, he's getting on his powers and it's it's a track that was written specifically for the film, I think, called What's Up Danger mm. and it's just absolutely fantastic and oh, yeah. just the, it, it's almost like a, like they're doing a musical number because mm-hmm. like nothing else is happening. You're just listening to that track and watching Miles sort of come into his own to the mm. music and it is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's like a really important part of the film and who he is and stuff as well. Um, yes. But yeah, because when we first introduced him, he is, like you say, listening to music on headphones. And um, yeah, so and it, that ties through all the way through to that moment. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, shall we talk? What should we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. Um, I know. I think we should talk about the cast because it is an amazing okay. cast. Yeah, it is. Uh, like, so there's about five, five, six different... No, there's more than that. There's, how many spider people did we count in this? So there's um, Miles Morales. Yeah. There's um, 
Peter, uh, there's the kind of older, kind of um, more jaded version of Spider-Man, yeah. who is called Peter B. Parker, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Spider-Gwen, who, uh, yeah. or Spider-Woman, they, uh, they refer mm-hmm. to her in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, so yeah, we talked about um, Spider-Ham. Yeah, uh, and Penny Parker and Spider Man Noir, Noir, who is yeah. like amazing. There's yeah. also there's also a lot of background ones. Um, Miguel O'Hara turns up Spider Man 2099 in kind of a post credit scene, um, and he was voiced by Oscar Isaac. By the way, that that was who that was. Wow. We, like we were looking through the credits and he showed up, and I said, "Is Oscar Isaac in this film?" <laughs> oh yeah. right, that's why. <laughs> and there, yeah, there is another Spider Man that he encounters who I won't spoil because that's just such a nice joke. Um and oh, sorry, so that's eight already. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I'd, um, I've forgotten what the post credit scene is. <laughs> it's um, yeah, I won't spoil it. Go no, on, see the film tell me afterwards. After the credits, but, yeah, uh, it, it's the um, how to say it? it's the pointing scene. Nope, can't nope. remember. Okay, fair uh, remind me afterwards. It's like yeah. completely gone. Uh, but yeah, I ha- I did have jet lag, so. <laughs> Yeah. I only just made it through the, that, that viewing. Yeah, it's only because it was so glorious that I made it through without falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh yeah, so the cast. Yeah. So, uh, um, it's Shamit Moore as, um, as like Miles Morales, who is the main kind of character in what's this. What's he from? I do recognise his face. But... Yeah, I don't really know him from anything. Okay. Uh, but he does a great job. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mars is a really great character in this. He's very empathetic. He's very kind of yeah. emotive and emotionally vulnerable. And it's just... Yeah, yeah he really, is just really, really natural. Oh, he was in The Get Down. Oh, right, oh, yeah. I, I okay. He was freaking... Oh, yeah, that's him. He was freaking awesome in The Get Down as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> Digressing. <laughs> no, Everyone right. should watch The Get Down. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, then you have Jake Johnson as kind of the uh, Peter B. Parker, the the older Spider-Man. I, I don't yeah. know Jake Johnson that much. I've seen him in, like, the one episode of New Girl that I watched, I think. I've, uh, I I've know his face, but I know, don't know him either. But he's, like, not knowing who was voicing it, I was just like, hey, I can now totally see John Cusack as Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, like, uh, I thought I thought it was Brecken Meyer for a while, but, um, yeah, John Cusack, <laughs> it, like, it's, it's a very similar kind of voice. Yeah, sort of shtick, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I really want to see John Cusack as Peter Parker now. <laughs> that would be really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he would I be such a good be, choice. Yeah, he would be great. Uh, apparently, that guy Jake Johnson's in Jurassic World. Oh right, That's, well, I've I've forgotten him with the rest of that film. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Spider Woman. Uh, so is... yeah, Gwen Stacy. Um, uh, Haley Steinfeld. I don't really know her from anything. No, I, I don't know many of these. This is a really good cast section that we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Apparently, she's Pitch Perfect. Oh, she was in True Grit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, oh, she did is she the girl well. who is she the main one from True Grit? Uh, she, she might be. She wasn't. She like didn't she win an Oscar for that or something? She she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress as well. So yeah. Yeah. I she yeah. Was wow. Amazing. Oh, that's hmm. her. That's nice to see her because she completely just disappeared after that, which is weird. Yeah. So that's nice. 
And she, does, she doesn't get a whole lot to do in this film. No, she it, is probably the least interesting character. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's just like the cute girl one. <laughs> yeah, she's good when she so has much. like a really great look as, as yeah. Spider-Woman. She's got the, I think she's got one of the best outfits in the film. And her oh, animation yeah, style sort of yeah. kind of lays into that and makes her very kind of acrobatic and gymnastic. Yeah, is, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, she, but, like her outfit you can see being cosplayed to, to bits. It's yeah, just absolutely. like really cool. Uh, but yeah, as, as apart from kind of being Miles' love, main love interest, she doesn't get a whole lot to do. No, she doesn't. She yeah. like she's great. She's a good character. She's interesting to watch. It's just she's not there to do much. Yeah, yeah. Those are the kind of three main spider people in the film, and then there are yeah. more who come in who are kind of sidekick and ancillary characters. You end up with a team of five or six. Yeah, and the outer ones then are kind of more out there variations on the on the Spider-Man concept. So you get Spider-Man Noir, who is voiced by Nicolas Cage. Oh my god, which is just amazing. Me. He is. Yeah. As two people who really like Noir, he yeah. was freaking amazing. He has all of the best lines in the film. Yeah. He, like, he he's the funniest. He's just kind of this Bogart Spider-Man who's just <laughs> grizzled and emotionally Moody. troubled and yeah. never stops talking about it. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, yeah, love it. And I didn't realise it was Nicolas Cage until it, I saw him in the credits. I was like, was Nicolas Cage in this? Which yeah. Seems to be what we said through the whole credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this. So, yeah. Um, so once I realised it was Nicolas Cage, I was like, oh my God, it just makes it better. Yeah, like um, he's so perfect. It's the perfect role for him because it's just, yeah. like he's so good at doing that overwrought, just right. like, ridiculous emotional investment in every line. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good. It's, yeah. Uh, then you've got um, Spider Hem. I suppose this is the next kind of most um, featured one. Who is voiced by John Mulaney, who is a comedian who I very much like. You you've probably seen him as um, did, well. Do you know him? Have you seen any of his stand up stuff? No, no. He, no like he's really good. He's also in Big Mouth as like the best friend character. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, he's like, Spider Ham. I think is again one of my favorite things in the film, and they're surprisingly restrained with him. Yeah. Uh, like he's this very kind of out there character. He's explicitly like a cartoon. He's a, mm-hmm. a Looney Tunes funny animal cartoon. Who so he he like he has a hammer which he can pull out of nowhere, and he you know he he floats along when he smells a, a nice pie. You know, yeah, all the gags are there, but he he doesn't go scrappy do. No, he doesn't. Yeah, and like. The thing about him was I, I kind of wanted a bit more of him. Like, there's, mm-hmm. they're really restrained in um, what they do with him. They don't let him overshadow anything. But they pull him back so much that I thought I could have done with, you know, a, just a bit more of a bit more of him. Oh, Which okay. I, I guess is good. Like, always leave them wanting more. Wanting I thought he was more. really funny. But, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. good. Yeah. Because it could have been annoying really easily. Yeah. At least he didn't have like doing sound effects and no, exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, it wasn't Ex- like except Roger when it Rabbit. was funny. Yeah, um, like I think some of that did come out when, especially in the sort of climax of the film, where he gets he gets like one of the best kind of jokes or like mini scenes in the sort of yeah. final showdown. And yeah, yeah it's just it, it's lots of fun to watch. Yeah, it is good fun. And then um, I suppose the. Um, supporting cast. Well, I suppose the big name that I saw, who I didn't realise was in it, was 
Marsha Ali. I don't know yes. how to how do you pronounce Marshala yeah. Ali. Um, and he plays Miles's. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uncle. hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> uncle. Yeah, that's. We'll leave it at that. Um, and then Brian Tyree Henry. Um, place jefferson davis your favorite character yeah jeff is in it and he's awesome if if you saw uh listen to our spider-man uh the game uh episode episode yeah i love jeff and so it was good to have jeff back in it he rocked he was a good solid dad (laughs) like he's a great character i think Aaron Miles' uncle is a great character as well. Yeah. If you've if you've read any of the Miles Morales comics or if you're familiar with the backstory, you're not going to be surprised by you know mm. what happens with them in the film. They are the 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 versions of those characters that you kind of know, but they're still done just done really really well. And, mm. uh, yeah. yeah, it's just um yeah, so it was like really well handled the whole sort of because Miles is biracial, so he's Black American and Latino. Um, he's bilingual, so he kind of s- straddles those two two worlds, and that is kind of repeated all the time because yeah. because he's clever, he gets um, into the the posh school. So when he walks to school, he's walking past all his friends, and then up to the school with the uniform and uh, all the white kids. Um, and then you know the sort of uncle and the father they also represent the sort of yeah. duality that lots of like black or my- minority ethnic kids have to live in um sort of like straddling worlds so his dad's a cop and his uncle is you know like shades of gray shall we say yeah. <laughs> um so um yeah it just it's really uh clever how that's that's handled i'd say the only thing is how little his mother features is, oh, yeah, that's true. is a is a bit of a shame um it is a bit of a man fest, isn't it? That's probably the only criticism I'd say is that Gwen doesn't get that much to do and mm-hmm. his mother is, she's there and, you know, she speaks in Spanish, which is cool. So, you know, they have that going on and she's supportive and stuff, but she's mm-hmm. not the relationship character no. um, that goes to his dad and uncle. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of... That cropped up elsewhere in the in the film as well. Mary Jane, I thought, got like she does, like she's still alive, so you can't really call it fridging. But she does kind of like she's oh, yeah. brought up at the beginning, and from there is just kind of a established as just a motivation for um, Peter B. Parker. It's very difficult to refer to that character. Cause yeah, because I just think of him as you know, uh, I guess Peter. he's the only like Peter Parker. Yeah, he is. He's the yeah. only one there. Oh yeah, uh, except for the one at the the beginning in Miles' universe, who surprisingly voiced by Chris Pine, which I didn't pick up on. Oh, that's who he was because I saw yeah. him in the cast list, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, like he's, it, I th- no, he, it, I think he's the one who does like the uh, Christmas song at the end as well. Although he like he releases a Christmas album, which is actually like there is an EP that you can get. Uh, yeah, so they did, yeah. a full, did a full thing. Um, so that's nine Spider Men we've counted. Yeah, um, so many. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Mary Jane is just kind of established as a motivating fact of him, and they're not really mentioned again. She does show up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
mid film doesn't really get it. She, she gets like kind of a funny scene, but she doesn't really do much in it. No, I'd forgotten she was in it to be honest. Yeah. Um, but then on the flip side, I suppose we have Aunt May. She's more like um, what's his name from Batman, the Butler from Batman. <laughs> She's more that kind of character, yes. yeah. uh, which is kind of cool. I was like, just like, there is a Bat Cave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought that was cool. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for this Aunt May. And Aunt May, who's just on board yeah. and just, like, tinkering and making weapons. <laughs> yeah, That'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, so it's that. And then Doc Ock uh, yeah. is... Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Is, do you think that's a spoiler? Uh, so, yeah, Doc Ock's a woman. <laughs> 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 that yeah, kind of bumps yeah. up the 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 woman count um so yeah. and she, she's she's cool i really liked her she wasn't sexualized at no, all she her, was, her well, outfit was i think that's a matter of opinion i i had i had a thing going for her in, in <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just go for you know women with massive you know metal tentacles yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so she wasn't just like you know, a hottie with arms kind no. of, she was just like scientist lady who then turns out like, oh dear. <laughs> oh, she, she's the mad kind of scientist. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah, she's um, really good. She's really kind of, she, she's the most frightening villain in the film, I guess. Yes, she uh, is. Well, no, I, guess, I actually, I guess Prowler sort of yeah. is pretty good as well. Yeah, he but, is. But, um, but um, and then Wilson Fisk. The thing I loved about him, which is a thing that you can kind of only do with animation unless you have lots of CG, was his sheer mass yeah. of the man yes. was incredible. He just literally filled the screen when he yeah. like stepped into a scene, and it was yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, you just felt this incredible presence of him you know sort of physical presence um so yeah he was he was a cool he was cool in every scene he was in Mm -hmm. um and like we said earlier he had a a good solid motivation that wasn't just like i don't know conjuring up i don't know a demon to take over the city or whatever which is the usual fare we get in it's usually the weakest part of um a superhero um, endeavor um, but yeah I think it just all pulled together really nicely um, the the big climax was big and climaxy and satisfying and yeah. Um, yeah it just like everything just worked it was beautifully paced mm-hmm. and um, had the right mix of kind of quiet sensitive moments um, you know he had a really cool relationship with his dad and his uncle and yeah um it was just lovely yeah i don't yeah. have much more to say about it to be honest it was just yeah. really cool <laughs> uh yeah I, I yeah i don't think i do either like i just i really enjoyed the story i thought it was it it was constructed very well it comes together really well at the end mm-hmm. in a way that like the, the the kind of climax of it is a payoff for like three separate characters which ties mm-hmm. together really really yeah. well and also the downfall of the villain uh, it is very much earned by like the setup it's not mm-hmm. just you know they they beat him up in a in a location like what happens is with I, no there's no need to talk about it in detail but it's just really mm-hmm. good and yeah a, a really yeah. great payoff for the uh, for the plot 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole yeah, it's just a good satisfying film that I'd yeah. quite like to see again. <laughs> I, th- I think you know, e- easily my favorite Marvel film. Um, yeah, by by kind of a long shot. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's difficult to compare. I don't think it's fair to compare and just like there there are plenty of Marvel films I've enjoyed, but this is like I'm I'm going to get this on Blu-ray as soon as it comes out and watch it again. Um, yeah, yeah. Just just really really enjoy. It. I think it's definitely my favorite Spider-Man film. Oh yeah, it's my yeah. favorite Spider-Man thing ever. Yes. It's just amazing. It's my favorite Spider-Man. Oh, that was one of the things I was going to say. Yeah. It's like he's like because Spider-Man. I never was really into Spider-Man comics that much. I read them, but they just, you know, it wasn't my thing. I preferred the more fantastical, you know, the the Doctor Strangers and the Silver Surfers and all that sort of thing. Um, But I really liked the films. um, Out of all of the superhero films, when I come out of the cinema from a Spider-Man film, I'm always like, oh, I wish I was a superhero. He's always the one that makes me feel like that. And I guess it's because he's the most relatable. He's a kid, you know, and he's struggling with all his stuff. And I think I might have said this before about the game. Um, But for this one in particular, I think he's even more relatable because he doesn't get bitten by a spider and instantly become a superhero. He, He struggles to become that and believe in himself and all those things and yeah it's just like really grounded even though it's the most like fantastical sort of psychedelic looking one of them all Mm -hmm. it's weirdly the most grounded and the most relatable as well yeah yeah absolutely certainly yeah Yeah. the most kind of emotional and the most human yes yeah it is um so i think (laughs) I think that's a thumbs up from us. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. And uh, <laughs> yeah. argue the Re- top gold star. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that was the start of season one. Um, was it? Season five, I would have thought. Oh, yeah, season five. <laughs> Episode one of season five. Oh, God. we I held it together for so yeah, long. Yeah, it's yeah, going yeah, like, now. We'd, we'd, <laughs> it, we'd better wrap up. <laughs> yeah, no, let, let's, we're rebooting, just, just like the film. Let, let's start from the beginning one more time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does this go again? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just to remind you that we're not on SoundCloud anymore. Um, there are reasons. They're not, like, controversial or anything. Um, we're just not on there anymore because it, yeah, didn't make sense for us. Um, so we are on um itunes and spotify and we are you can find us at uh, gamestreet.com and at argue the cast on twitter still so we're still in all those other places just not on soundcloud so sorry if you listen to us there but um there won't be new episodes coming up on there um um but yeah so going forward you might have to move your uh your podcast uh bookmark or whatever uh, but that's it, really. Yeah. So, like, yeah, give us a thumbs up or a star or whatever the rating system is on the thing yeah. you listen to, because it is like it is really nice and really helpful. Um, uh, so, if you liked this episode, please yeah. do that or recommend us. And thank you for listening. Yeah. And until next time, Drew. Cheerio.